Hey Val. Hey Al. Welcome to the D-Commentaries trailer. Welcome to you and welcome to all our potential listeners. We're just two pals re-watching, reviewing, and reliving in the glory days of all Disney Channel original movies. Join us every other Tuesday for games, laughs, and chats about all of the hot dads. Looking forward to having you join us for D-Commentaries, as well as all of the other podcasts here on the Trident Network. Find us wherever you pod. Oh my god, hi. Welcome back to Disney Adult, the podcast where Chicago comedians watch and review Disney movies from the perspective of adults. Uh, I hope that you are all having a wonderful summer, um, hopefully vaccinated and staying safe, which by the way, get vaccinated. I mean, come on. We want to party with the ones we love, and the only way we can do that is if we are fully vaccinated. Um, so get a little bit of medicine so we can dance the night away. I, I, If you listen to this podcast, I love you, I care about you, and I, I want you to be safe, even though we may have never met. Um, and that means getting a vaccine. And uh, by the way, the news just got in, and it makes you hotter. <laughs> when I got my vaccine, my ass got fatter, my titties turned into pecs, and now my BO smells like cologne. So it's only looking up. Um, this week we are discussing Pocahontas, which is one of my top three favorite Disney movies as a kid. Um, and it definitely hits different as an adult, by the way. Uh, I am joined with two of my closest friends in Chicago, fellow members of our legendary improv troupe, my son Daniel, two fellow Daniels, um, Steph Callahan and Jake Dierks Heidi. And I don't mean to brag, but I'm pretty sure I pronounced that last name correct, Jake. Uh, I love these two so, so much. We have a little fun with this number, and I can't wait for you to hear some of our takes on these characters and how this movie holds up. So without further ado, here we go. Thank you both so much for being here professional transition um (laughs) you're so good at this already yes thank you for having us i love to talk i love to talk jake how are you today uh i'm doing fine i uh took the week off work just kind of for the hell of it i did some traveling last weekend so it's been uh, a week of kind of not doing much which has been stellar honestly yeah haven't had one in a while Good for you. Mm-hmm. Good luck next Monday, because that, that's going to be a rough day back. <laughs> it will be a rude awakening. <laughs> Steph, how are you? I'm good. I've uh, I've been working here and there, trying to live life to its fullest. Doing what this. you can with what you have. Doing what I can. What we're all doing. I've been getting all, into my workout routine, so <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. So um, just trying to, you know. Oh, I think Keep you it cut tight. off for me. I'm sorry. No, Keep it I'm tight. Fine. Oh I, no, that, I stopped, and then I was like <laughs> thinking, and then I had a moment where I thought, "Oh, I've been stopped just... too long. It's going to look like my internet connection has fallen out." And then you said <laughs> that something. That was just was like, a oh. human, uh, human delay. Human, human delay. Human exactly. uh, internet connectivity error. Um, my Wi-Fi. <laughs> we were my talking Wi-Fi. About... <laughs> my Wi-Fi. In my brain. The signals in my brain. In my brain. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Pocahontas today. 
did you um so before we get started uh, what was your experience with this movie as children um steph let's start with you did you watch this as a kid Yes, I love all Disney, all Disney princess movies, all Disney any movies. I love Disney, have them all on VHS, still do. Okay. Pocahontas is one of, if I'm not mistaken, at when I was a kid, two brown girl movies. So for okay. me, it was Jasmine and Pocahontas. And I threw in Ariel because she was a mermaid. And, you know, I just thought... <laughs> you have to, like... I wait. had to, like... I was Do like, something. she's different. So that I relate to that, right? <laughs> so those were, like, my three, you know... Like, my three Disney princesses, I feel like. Um, uh, so I loved Pocahontas as a kid. I thought she was cool. And, you know, I loved the long hair. And... Yeah. 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 And I also not as a kid kid, but in middle school, I did have a solo to Colors of the Wind, which I didn't know when to bring up. So it is a song that's (laughs) near and dear to my heart. And by didn't know when to bring up, you have been sitting on this for weeks and trying to weasel it into other conversations, not in this podcast. Trust me, I've been bringing it up all over town. They all know. I had to block Steph's number because he would just text me (laughs) at like four in the morning. Jake. Two Do you want to a- hear my rendition? <laughs> Two days ago, a pizza arrived at my house, and the d- delivery driver said, Steph would like you to call her about Colors of the Wind. And I, thought, I oh, left them a secret message. You know the special instructions on the delivery? It was spelled out in M&M's on the pizza. Exactly. Like, uh, Thank you. Princess Diaries. Um, I was going to say that. I Jake, do have like, the like sheet a- music still, by the way. <laughs> oh, was this like a talent show? It. Like, In what capacity did you have a, a solo? So it was in, I think, my seventh grade choir. And, you know, every, like, three months, your choir teacher changes up the songs you do for, like, the different concerts. So I think it was probably mm-hmm. spring or fall. Who knows? It was one remember, of the seasons. Was it one full line or was it, like, a full verse or was it the full song? So at the beginning of Colors of the Wind, okay, because I remember <laughs> You know, it's like you think you know whatever land yeah. you or you think you own whatever land you land on. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. That was another girl who sang that. And then I was like, <laughs> But I it was two girls. It was two girls. But I know every rock and tree and creature has a life, has a spirit, has a name. So that was my part, which I... that was just that wasn't the full audio track okay i would love i thought thought you were gonna start i thought you were gonna go through the whole song and then every two lines be like and then that was somebody else and And that was somebody else no but i was like so i and i was kind of the wolf noises in the back exactly oh i was also that (laughs) no but i was super about it just because it was my first solo and i had always dreamt of that you know choir solo and i was so happy to have that one so this is going to be um an emotional journey for you jake how about you did you watch this as a kid um i did i so maybe you guys can identify with this i feel like a different like i remember uh each disney movie being my favorite disney movie for at least a period of my childhood Mm -hmm. so it's, it's hard to say like i do remember a period where pocahontas was my favorite movie but i will say in the grand scheme of those memories that feels like the shortest yeah. duration of it being my favorite movie you know like mm-hmm. Mulan I was a diehard Mulan fan much longer than I felt any connection to Pocahontas yeah. but it was certainly a movie that I watched 
on repeat for a period of my childhood. Absolutely. A million percent. I, I am the same thing. Every time we do this podcast, I'm like, this was my favorite for Mm -hmm. a time. And then the next Mm -hmm. one, I'm like, oh, this was also my favorite. Um, And I did actually perform uh, uh, just around the river band at Madison Square Garden once. (laughs) I love that If I remember correctly, you had the solo for every line. So not just. That's right. Yeah, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Jake's always has the ability to one up me. I I can see because uh, uh, one thing Steph failed to mention is those first two lines. That was actually Jake singing that in your solo as well. Yeah, <laughs> right. They he piped in the, the audio girl. from from my live concert. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's jump right into the one thing I do want to say about this movie at the top because I think I feel it needs mentioning is that this movie is incredibly historically inaccurate. And 100%. as I rewatched yep. it as an adult, th- that came up in a lot of in a lot of areas, and a lot of times I was like, "Oh, this." It was bad. I, I can't get into this. <laughs> yeah, because... some might say it's bad in a lot of ways. <laughs> I was right. like, because I remember this being my favorite. Like, what really? Mm-hmm. One, especially Pocahontas herself was one of my. Fa- it was my favorite Disney. I didn't really care about Disney princesses so much, um, which is. Mm-hmm. Gay, surprising. Um, but Pocahontas, <laughs> I loved. I really was into her. I thought she was so cool. I thought she was so. She is. I thought I really liked that she, um, she was more independent. I mean, the story is basically about still about her falling in love. Um, so I have so many positive, wonderful memories of this from a chi- watching it as a child. Now, as an adult, um. It's hard, but it's so conflicting because parts of me still love it because it's so nostalgic and brings up those memories. And the other part of me is like, we adults sat here and bought this? Like, did this <laughs> happen? Um, so it's a little, uh, it, it's incredibly historically inaccurate. I think for the sake of the podcast, we should just focus on it as just the movie. I mean, like, otherwise right. we're going to, every sure. other line be like, this shit yeah. didn't work. I mean, of course, when it comes up, we'll do it, but... <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Well, I was, every, I was like, okay, the next line also <laughs> didn't make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> also, probably wasn't the the best thing to say. Like, just some <laughs> things you're like, well, I yeah. don't, I don't know. Yeah, I Let's... did see. Oh, I'm sorry. I I was just gonna say on. We can put a disclaimer because, like, on Disney Plus now, I watched Aladdin because that is one of my favorites. And the disclaimer was like, this may not be totally culturally mm-hmm. appropriate or like representing the culture in a the exactly. correct way but we're not gonna censor the whole movie or get rid of the whole movie just to put a disclaimer i thought that was really cool because as a person growing up like i love these movies i yeah. can see their inaccuracies and i still enjoy the music mm-hmm. or the animation you know i completely agree and then uh, we also i really liked that when we saw that on aladdin I've watched them all on Disney Plus because we're doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Aladdin is the only one with that disclaimer. Yeah, and there, I know. A couple times <laughs> yeah, like, why was there not that for this movie? <laughs> yeah, this I don't know. one needed it more and than I, Aladdin. More than any other. I, that, more than any of them. And then I spent so much time thinking like, do I not understand that the <laughs> Aladdin needed it more than this one? Anyway, let's jump right into the... Let's stop talking about what we're going to talk about and let's jump right Right, into what we're talking about. So in 1607, and by the way, I read all of these directly from Wikipedia. um, And when I say because this is loosely based on a historical, Wikipedia really 
did everything they possibly could to put in as many links and unnecessary details in this description <laughs> when we get through. So oh, like, yeah. the first line <laughs> is, in 1607, the Susan Constant sails from London to the New World, carrying English settlers from the Virginia Company. So I'm like, white people are on a boat. We could very little of that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Along the way, the Susan Constant is caught up in a North Atlantic storm. Could have just said storm. And Captain John Smith, <laughs> who dreams of adventure, saves Thomas, a young, inexperienced crewmate, from drowning as they approach the New World. The settlers, uh, including John, talk of adventure, finding gold, and fighting the um, uh, essentially fighting the Native Americans and potentially settling the new land. Um, um, let's talk for a minute about yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, that whole the, the storm scene, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, something that struck me was. Uh, Thomas flies off the boat, right? He hits the water and he's behind. Yeah. Immediately, possibly before he's even touched water, a man calls, uh, stay the course, he's lost. And is willing to just leave Thomas Good behind. Good John Smith then jumps in and saves him in mm, 30 seconds. Uh, maybe. Do we think Thomas Less. heard them saying, leave him behind? I am not. Did he have to like, go to the cafeteria code. the next day? It was... Also, the way that they made him, it was clearly trying to set up John Smith as a heroic character. Um, but also, I was like, I couldn't help but think, like, I would not jump in the jump in the sea after some man. We gotta go. I'm the guy who's screaming, like, hey, leave him! <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it was a stupid decision. <laughs> but you're right. And they, Thomas um, is useless. They immediately. Thomas like, is. Why save him? Oh my God. We can get to the end, but yeah. like, do you. We should not have saved him. Should not have saved him. Do you know who he's voiced should by? Should not have saved Thomas. He's voiced Ew. by Christian Bale. Wow. Doesn't that make you want to vomit? <laughs> <laughs> like I can't believe it. So wow. um, then to continue, save him less. Yeah, <laughs> in the Powhatan <laughs> tribe, Pocahontas, the beautiful daughter of Chief Powhatan, fears being possibly wed to Cocoam, a brave warrior whom she fears is too serious for her own free-spirited personality. Uh, uh, the chief gives Pocahontas her mother's necklace as a present, and then we get to our first memorable song. I mean, there's songs throughout. Um, but then we get to just around oh, the riverbend. Mm -hmm. One thing as a general note, did these songs all feel super short to you guys? Like, yes. all of these songs mm -hmm. really fly by in this movie. Like, they, as mm -hmm. soon as they start, it feels like they're gone and we've moved on to the next thing. Yeah. And one thing I will say is that it also feels like they come up, the themes come up more. Like, I hear the same melodies mm -hmm. in other songs and it feels more connected. But you're right, they're incredibly short. Um, they also, I think, sang a song on the boat about, like, I can't even really remember. I mean, yeah, that uh, was another one. It, like, that, it, they, like, sang, a, they hummed a few bars and then yeah. they just moved on. And that, I guess. Honestly, parts of it are like, sometimes they're singing about, like, literally murdering the native people. And I'm like, this is a lot. <laughs> they are, they're <laughs> all about that gold. They have been tricked Ooh. by that white purple berry dude that yeah. we'll get to. The big oh my God. purple We've, berry man. Let's start. <laughs> okay, let's go through the guy. characters because I'm I'm jumping okay, around. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're completely right. We meet Governor. What's his butt? Governor, Governor Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe. The worst Bay. person ever. <laughs> the, the we talk about this later in the podcast, but boy oh boy, gay 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 gay, <laughs> surrounded by gays, gay. 
I couldn't believe how gay he was. I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is not representing in, my people. In true well. Disney villain fashion, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, and then he's also so evil. Like, I mean, he's he, a representation of capitalism, the white, you know, flight to North America or to the Americas. He is the mm-hmm. rep, and I'm like, so why, why did this like? Part of I knew what was going to happen talking about this movie is just me getting frustrated about how like America came to be because, yeah. and I don't want to jump ahead in the movie, but it's Please like. Do. That character didn't die. They he didn't get in trouble. Like the idea of that character, the men toward the end, sorry to jump ahead again, but yeah. are like, this guy was wrong. And we don't like this guy anymore. He lied to us about the gold and whatever they say, you know, like, oh, he was gonna kill this guy that was cool, the chief. Yeah. That they all realized was cool. And it's like, but this this persisted. That character yeah. persisted. It's just like it annoys me. <laughs> it really say, is annoying. I will say the factual, like, the events of history hang over this movie in right. a way that is completely unavoidable. So at the end when she's, like, looking, when she when Pocahontas is, like, watching them go back to mm-hmm. England, I was like, don't smile now, girl, because this shit it does not turn out great. It does not <laughs> nope. turn out great. They and you gave feel you that <laughs> the whole way through the movie now. Like, as a kid, I think I knew that. And I was like, oh, well, we enjoy the movie and then whatever. As an adult, right. I can't not think about that at every turn of the movie. And it's, it's really, even beyond, yeah, like, Governor Ratcliffe himself, it's fascinating the choice to make all of the, uh, I suppose, protagonists, I guess, the other Englishmen of the movie so like apathetic to the humanity of the palatins at the beginning of this movie like oh. there, there is no shred of like any sort of sympathy or understanding about <laughs> the weight of what they're doing no it's, it's well, it doesn't make sense they're also yeah. so easily swayed by like mm-hmm. fucking bullshit like going going to the Americas and killing all these people, they're like, cool, 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 whatever. And then at the end, when the chief holds up this and he's like, I'm not going to do this, the, all it takes is one person standing, so, you know what, me neither. And then everybody's like, oh yeah, us too, us too, us too. Me neither. Right. <laughs> sheeple. Like, <laughs> they are sheeple all about that gold. For yeah. real. Like, that's... And I'm not surprised. Like, that That and, makes sense. You know, quickly before we jump back into the podcast, um, or back into the plot, because, um, there it is something interesting as we rewatch these 90s movies where it feels like uh, this time was really lauded as Disney was really critics really lauded this for showing non white stories throughout the 90s from Disney. But one of the things that we have all sort of started to realize is like these are also the byproducts of not having people who represent these cultures write these mm-hmm. stories. So like it's, mm-hmm. it's yep. they're pretty great examples of like when white people try to do right, but don't invite those members of those communities into every aspect of the storytelling. Because I read these articles about like at the time it was really a lot of like, this is the first time, especially within a children's movie that they, they showed the, um, the uh, colonizers and the colonizing community as the villains. But I'm like, also mm-hmm. still at the end, but like at the end, we kind of like tied it up with a ring. 
Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like right. it points it all to like, oh, the root of the problem was just Governor Ratcliffe and we're fine with all of the other ones who are just as bad, if not worse, throughout most of the movie. Like it's Especially ridiculous. Especially Thomas. Thomas, Thomas is, is like the worst. He is the worst character besides Ratcliffe. Even oh. his little nasty smug pug. The little pug that yeah. I love dogs, but that little pug was just like the most spoiled little yeah. you can't like whatever you can't like a little pug that has its own plunge pool <laughs> like right its and its own like shower cap and bathtub so and stupid the, um, like, i will i will uh, go out on a limb and say that this movie has the worst animal sidekicks of any disney movie I, how do we feel about okay, that? that no that i will you don't you like on. miko Let's, i mean the the little pug is like whatever i mean he comes and goes and he has his moments but Miko is the most adorable thing I I've ever. The way Miko. he taught, like, mm-hmm. like, and he he's so, silly. He's silly. He's fun. He's free spirited. <laughs> he's like Pocahontas. Um, mm-hmm. Flit the hummingbird. I mean, and Flit is a like knockoff. A, yeah, Tinkerbell. <laughs> Flit is just Tinkerbell again, but worse and with less personality. Oh, yeah. And I'm angry, <laughs> for sure. Well, but, but before we get to the sidekicks, let's talk about Pocahontas. Because we meet yes. her, and she's standing on this rock. I love Pocahontas. I, I know love the rest her. of the movie she's doesn't beautiful. make any sense, and it's not an accurate. She is so beautiful. She's standing. Mm-hmm. She's so cool. She very much has bisexual energy, very mm-hmm. strong bisexual energy. And she starts the movie swan diving 50 feet down and making the, the hundreds jump, of feet, the longest like, I have seen people jump out of planes that were lower than that damn rock she was <laughs> I you could get up and go get a drink and come back and she's still falling right. an unsurvivable fall she doesn't even care if there's rocks underneath that water like she just she goes with the wind you know yeah and by the way a side note for my life I have known more people to to di- literally pass away to die from jumping into a rock quarry than any oh other my method God. ever. So when she was jumping, what? I was like, I swear on my life, and we have a That's lot of rock scary. quarries where we grow up, so a lot of people like don't, they jump in not knowing the depth and stuff. So it's really dangerous to see her jump 3,000 feet. <laughs> That's a so- fear of mine. Like what you just described has <laughs> <laughs> certified my fear of diving into don't do it. unknown murky waters i will i will never it's it's Trust also not worth like for what just like jump from the boat yeah right <laughs> you know what i mean like who are you trying to impress you're in a quarry um well and they have to like disclaim that the same way they do like with buzz lightyear like where where kids <laughs> were jumping off the roof or whatever pretending yeah. they were buzz lightyear when that movie came out yeah, they're like, do not jump. Right. They don't have any disclaimer about the um, the songs or the historical inaccuracies, but they're like, please don't jump Nothing. off Nothing. <laughs> yeah, Seriously. Please don't, please don't jump off rocks. Uh, um, so Pocahontas, along with her friends, the Miko and Flit, who we've met, they go to visit Grandmother Willow, who is a spiritual talking willow tree. She's and cool. She is cool. I what, Part of me, and then when they brought in magic, I was like, oh, okay. So magic mm-hmm. is like a part of the story. In these 90s movies, we often do find that there's, like, some weird race-based magic that just slithers in to explain everything. Right. So I was a little bit like, do they think do they think Native Americans talk to trees that talk back? Um, but then when they enter magic, I was like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Um, who 
she goes to to talk to her about the dream she's having of a spinning arrow and being confused regarding what path she should take. And it's all about whether or not she should marry Cocoaum or not. Um, well, the, the 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 choice that she's given is, yeah, follow this like traditional path of marriage, go with Cocoaum and just become like uh, every other member of her tribe or like go her own, carve her own rougher path and sort of yeah. go on adventures or whatever, which then that path kind of gets replaced by John Smith later <laughs> as the more, but it's just yeah. the same shit. Like it's, it's yeah. right. going to be another guy. Yeah. With John, yeah, John Smith a or hot cocoa. I mean, Coco the choice is, so, is obvious. So fine. He has that cool, like mohawk, but also the side is he's so I'm like when he hot. saves, he goes in the end to like save her. And like it, uh, when he grabs Oh my god, I like we jump ahead, but that hurt me. He grabs the necklace and it rips and he falls into the water mm-hmm. fucking Thomas. Yeah. That little The, the animation is so good in this. The animation it is, is really like top notch. And also yeah. when she meets Can we talk about how she, how her and John Smith meet? Where Right. This was she's a full-blown stalker. Absolutely like <laughs> disgusting that more than one person gave that scene a thumbs up and said, Yeah, this is good. We can put this in a theater. It's, right. So, like, essentially, he and correct me if I'm wrong, he's like getting a drink of water with that stupid bucket <laughs> helmet. And she's right. kind of like spying on him. She creeps away. He's by this waterfall. And then, oh, sorry. And then He's by this waterfall. She comes down. She's like trying to look for him and it's in the mist. And he doesn't, he hears her because he's like expert mm-hmm. tracker, like whatever. Um, which is also not believable to me because I'm like, you're from England. What would you know about yeah, tracking right. anything in you're a city North boy. America? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so like, I don't pretend to know how to track. Um, <laughs> so then, so then uh, he's in the waterfall and he's like looking out to. He's gonna shoot her because just like he right. lights his rifle. He like <laughs> he's about it. to shoot. Yeah, he's going. And then just do doesn't. It. There's was no question he was going to kill you. And what are we to think other than the only reason he did not is that she was hot? Like, Literally, right? He sees her there is nothing. <laughs> it's re- like. There's no humanity in John Smith whatsoever in this movie. Like, how are you supposed to root for him in yeah. any capacity? He's like, I'm right. going to kill this stranger because they're darker than me. And then he sees her and he's like, oh, boy, never mind. Boy, 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 boy. <laughs> like, yeah. Unbelievable. Um, and then they like. And for her, too, that like he's about to shoot you. What's the appeal there? I guess in her defense, and I can't remember if she talks about this in the movie, in her defense, she might not. This could very well be the first time she's seen a gun. Seen a gun. She doesn't understand it. That's Who knows? True. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm I didn't think about that. There. I mean, they did have a line in there where, uh, when she sees the sails, she's like, "What strange, mm-hmm. clouds. strange clouds." I, I like, wrote that down. I love that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> also, like, it, you know what clouds look like, Pocahontas. <laughs> you know Those are clouds. clouds. Well, that's why I they're strange. Like, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then they have their moment where they start to get to know one another and they find out that they have 
more they don't have anything in common but no he um, just condescends to her for a little bit on a rock and then yeah. suddenly they're in love i guess and then and, i will say yeah we get to what i think is when this comes it's sort of like i don't want to say it resets the whole movie but it it it's such a good song and moment and and peace when she does colors of the wind which is such a deep mm-hmm. and meaningful song and has great lyrics sort of like mm-hmm. the kind of lyrics i wish was the pivot point for the whole movie um but she essentially says like you think you own whatever land you land on you think like people who don't look and think like you are mm-hmm. worthless and really the earth is just a dead thing you can claim the the mm-hmm. lyrics are so good and the the shots are so beautiful and she essentially tells this whole time like telling him he's his perspective of the world is wrong and he buys mm-hmm. into like he believes her how much mm-hmm. it does because he's at boner city i don't know. well <laughs> and also not to gloss over the fact that this woman learned your language in less than 30 seconds and also like <laughs> literally this woman learned your language in less than 30 seconds and knows all this cool stuff about the earth and how to grow things or what the wolves are doing and like these people are the dumb ones that's yeah it's so backwards john smith don't even know what language in 30 literally (laughs) mother willow sent her magic leaves and she learns english over like in the blink of an eye all he said was like hello and she's like now i have a full grasp of the vocabulary of the english language now i understand oh god um so then as they continue to get to know one another she and i can't remember her friend's name i don't think it's in this plot either i Um, don't really remember it either because all i remember about her i wrote like your friend did not want you to jump off that cliff and your friend did not want you to yeah. meet John Smith or anything. I really have to learn her name because her friend is really like ride or die. She's also like, this white dude is crazy. Get him out of here. Um, mm-hmm. right. but, but Pocahontas does not listen. So they go back and forth a little bit, essentially like, and I think we can be pretty liberal with this description. Cause essentially this movie is just like, she meets a guy. They, then there's like some back and forth as to like, ooh, we're hanging out, but we're not supposed to hang out. We're hanging out. We're not supposed to. And then she eventually, and tell me if I'm missing anything, because I truly don't think I am missing any <laughs> plot points. Other than there is a song called Mine, Mine, Mine that's all about just the gold colonizing again, <laughs> like just right. taking anything he wants for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with a, by the, that song, by the way, a uh, uh, short-lived duet between um, <laughs> the, all of the colonists and then John Smith himself, which is Mel Gibson singing. Ugh. A choice that I don't understand. It's like... <laughs> okay, Neither so do I. Having, having Mel Gibson be John Smith is both, like, the worst possible choice, but also, like, makes the most sense I've ever heard in my entire yeah. life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somehow yeah, it does absolutely. both at the same time. One um, hindsight, it was unfortunately perfect casting. But also, <laughs> there are so many Disney movies where we have like a voice talent, and then you know someone else comes in to do the singing parts, and yeah. someone mm-hmm. let Mel Gibson sing his own yeah. roles. Pocahontas doesn't even sing. Why? Her parts. He no, must have yeah, wanted no. it. He must have wanted it. He was like, if it I'm must doing have been it, in I'm contract, all right? in. He right. would. Doesn't he strike you as the type of person who would insist on doing something? Somebody said, you're not that great at this. And then he'd be like, no, I'm going to do it. And everybody's going to give me an award for it. 
Well, probably but that, because maybe it's like, like on his name, he's like, I don't need anybody to do something. I can do everything. Like I, <laughs> I don't need another voice to be my singing voice. I'll just, you know, do a shoddy couple bars here and there. You're like okay. But also, like it I feels guess. like it's supposed to be a much bigger duet than it is. So I wonder if he tried to sing it and they just cut it down to the, yeah. <laughs> the few yeah, lines like, that they okay, could get we'll away just- with. We'll edit the song and the movie just to make him happy. Yeah, And then also, In Mine, 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 which is the song where he's like, this is why we're here, we're going to take all this stuff, we're going to get gold. There's, there's gold in them heels. Mm-hmm. They give like a brief history lesson right at the top. He's like, oh, the Spanish got all this gold, so that's why we're here. And mm-hmm. then they do this whole song about it where he's just going to take whatever he wants and he's going to get, he's going to go back to England, everybody's going to love him for it. And they cut to Pocahontas. King like, Jimmy. Yeah. They cut to Pocahontas and he's like, we don't have gold. And I'm like, that's where the movie could end. Why doesn't he just go back yeah, and like, hey, right. someone told me there's no gold here. <laughs> but also like think- the beautiful part of that, sorry to interrupt Jake, just that okay. she's like, this is our gold and it's corn. And it's yeah. like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, look at the positives. Like this woman is cool and smart and kind. She she's is like, this so is cool. gold. And Food is better than gold. Yeah. Ugh. This to your earlier point, Devin, about Colors of the Wind, like feeling like a reset of the movie. It does feel like they wrote and like animated that whole section first and then said, now we need to build a movie around this and like shit out the like this movie comes in at a hot 81 minutes, (laughs) by the way. So it's like truly the shortest amount of movie that they could possibly get away with. As we because were, there's there's no other plot to it. That, like, I was just it's thinking, nothing. I was nervous to jump forward to the part where he meets Grandmother Willow, but then I was like, I don't think there's anything else in there. No, no, there really it, isn't. Um, her, her friend's name is uh, Nakoma, by the way. Um, Nakoma, who warns I think, her? She's yeah. like, stay with Cocoam. He's like hot and he's cool. Hot Coco. You've never met this man, and he comes from a completely <laughs> different culture than you. Not that that's like you can't date across cultures, but it's like in the 1600s, this man is from essentially space. He might as well. But be. also, like, Hot Coco is not a bad guy. Like, yeah, okay, the one downside, which in the wiki, it makes him sound like she was afraid of him. No, he's just serious. That's her only he's qualm just like, is that. Yeah, she he's just, just wants too him serious. to smile more. Yeah. He's just not funny. Like, literally, she's like, I want to go <laughs> jump off of 3,000 but dives and he just is going to go shoot arrows and battle and be like the greatest warrior of my tribe. Yeah. Like that her, her issue is he's hot Coco. So then later John and Pocahontas meet with grandmother Willow and plan to bring peace between the colonists and the tribe. John and Pocahontas share a kiss while Coco and Thomas both sitting in separate bushes Mm -hmm. um, sent by both parties to spy on each other. Witness from afar, furious, Cocoam attacks and attempts to kill John, but Thomas intervenes, shooting him and killing Cocoam, who pulls on Co- er, Pocahontas' necklace as he collapses, destroying it. John orders Thomas to leave before the tribesmen arrive and capture John and retrieve Cocoam's body. Okay, so I had a um, lot... Sorry, just to, just to go back real quick to where the, the moment where they meet Grandmother Willow, yeah. and Let's Grandmother Willow, Willow pulls... John Smith in and and just says he has a good soul and that's she, based on nothing. Right. Yeah. Grandmother Willow, I don't know if you guys noticed, gets real horny. 
she has a couple <laughs> real yeah. horny. She turns into the today. grandmother from Mulan for a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> she got real horny. Just in that one scene, there. though. Speaking of right before that, when they're when they're doing Co- Colors of the Wind, before I forget, when they have a scene where they like roll down a hill and she lands on top of him, I remember as a child mm-hmm. thinking, oh, "They're sexing." <laughs> Like, I, before I knew what sex was, I was like, that is sexual. They're doing they something adult right there. <laughs> and then, yeah, then they go You're to... You're right. That's but, what it is. And also, God bless Grandmother Willow. For as much as she claims to know, she's not seeing a lot of the future. She's like, he's it got... It makes a- me uh, question her judge of character. Yeah. She's like, he's got a great personality. I'm like, really? Because he's going to get a couple people killed right now. <laughs> right. Right. And then, like, even then... They had the whole moment where John Smith is basically like, "We gotta, we gotta leave. Like, we got, we just gotta get out of here and like uh, avoid yeah. this. Like, run from the Englishman or like just who cares about everyone else? You and I have to run away. And the only thing that kind of brings him into the conflict at all is Grandmother Willow being like, "It's the only way you two are gonna be able to fuck." <laughs> like others, like that's it. That's his whole motivation. That's really it, though. I agree, because he didn't have to learn her language. He didn't have to learn her land. He's still on this side of, like, he didn't tell them about there's... He did, actually, there's part where he does say there's no gold, but, like, nobody really believes him. Oh, Um, Because then the Ratcliffe is like, that's just what they want you to think, or something, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. But, like, he doesn't fight hard enough for that. Because you could just be like, no, really, I'll show you. There, you know, there could have been yeah. some lines here and there that would have gotten all these guys on your side. Because they were already follow Like, those, all those guys are already following under John Smith anyway. Yeah. You know, Ratcliffe just has the money. But John is, like, their guy that they trust. Yeah. Ratcliffe Yeah, they're all boys. Sucks. They're his boys. and when thomas to cut back to where we just ended off yeah when thomas goes back to the fucking campsite and he's like something happened you know what you did it you did it something happened talk about using the passive voice a a bullet didn't something thomas what was the something (laughs) yeah a bullet didn't come from space and kill him it came from you you fucking asshole oh yeah we also, shouldn't have saved Thomas. We shouldn't have taught him how to shoot a gun properly, John Smith. So yeah. all of this at the end of the day is John Smith's fault because he saved Thomas. He told him he taught him how to shoot a gun. And he also didn't say, like, actually, Thomas did this, you know? And I'm wondering if the writers thought, like, I'm wondering if the writer, and by the way, I do, should mention, I still do like this movie for some reason. I still oh, yeah, do. of course. <laughs> We've of done course. nothing but shit on it, but I do kind of like it. I love all the Disney movies, no but matter I, how bad or how good they are. I like it the way I like to watch Meghan McCain on The View, where it enrages me the whole time, but I will put it back on again. <laughs> you well, know and I, mean? I always wait for Just Around the Colors of the Wind. I'm yeah. like, I wait for those songs. I'm, I get what I came for, and the rest of it I'll just sit there and try to yeah. get through. But when Coco One it dies... Is, yeah, the best way to rewatch this movie is watch that, that six minutes in the middle of it, and then... Yeah. That's it. That's literally it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But Coco, I'm dying was absolutely heartbreaking. I kept the whole time. I was like, I also, 
And I think the writers meant for it to be like, oh, look how great John, John, what's his name? Smith. I want to say John Snow. Yeah. Look how great John John Smith Smith is (laughs) because he's going to let, um, what's his name go Thomas. And I, and I'm going to like be killed in his place. Um, but the whole time I kept, I was just like, this is, this whole thing is so stupid. Like just, he, they should get him because he just killed Cocoam for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he was trying to kill his friend. From his perspective, he's probably like, oh, shit. But also, it's like, you just saw what he saw. That's why they're upset. Um, mm-hmm. Any Husel. So this then leads us to like the third, what we could consider the third act of this movie. Um, the last, what, five minutes and 30 seconds? Five and a half like, minutes. It's honestly like... Five and a half minutes max. The, it really wraps up so quick. It's so quick. The intro to a song, and then the song itself, and then the end of the movie is essentially what's yeah. left. Yep. So the right. intro to the song is that uh, the Powhatan tribe takes John Smith back to their tribe, and essentially, like, we're going to execute him at death. Um which romantic way to be executed, by the way. Um, he, and then Pocahontas is really pleading his case, but everybody's like, you didn't listen to us. And now Coco Wam is dead. Right. Like, Our best warrior, like the next, <laughs> who they thought would be the next could you, chief. Could you imagine <laughs> having to be Pocahontas's friend in that moment of like, Girl, you let hot cocoa. I want to support you, but I you can't. We want to be here for you, but we, we did tell you. We did tell you at every turn this was a bad idea, and you said no. The mm-hmm. whole time. And yeah, Pocahontas does not have much of a rebuttal for this. No, and she is also like completely. She feels so much guilt. She's like, "This is all my fault," and then everybody's like, "It kind of is, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> Which is like true, kind of true, but also it's like, well, it's John and Thomas's fault, oh, yeah. and all these white people's fault Who too. D- and came like, to kill them anyway. It's not right. Like, ugh. Like and there's that- part where they like are showing both sides getting ready for the battle, which it's like they're trying to we compare have- these sides. We have, and I'm like. Okay, if there, you are getting there, get there. Yeah, because I yeah. was going to say, well, they just, one philosoph- it's not an equal, you know. There's one, sometimes no. we like to... Tr- no, not at all. There, and there, we try to take some philosophical questions out of this, and one of the ones that I wrote down is that when Pocahontas says, um, I wish we never met, and then he, there's so many things in this scene, because there is a scene where um, uh, he is sort of like, he's in prison, and they like get an audience with him so that she can go in and like, talk to him or say goodbye or something and there's two things that i was thinking she, one she wants to see the uh, eyes of the man that killed Cocoam. yeah because her friend is like that's I guess what, uh, like, we'll get you right we'll, we'll do some lying to get you in there and there's two things right. i thought so i have two questions here the first question the only thing i could think of was you met this man three days ago maybe have you ever in your life or do you think there is a love in this world that exists that could cause you to be fine with a purse, a stranger you met three days ago being the result of killing someone you've known your whole life? Like, I... Absolutely not. And then... Also in the context of, like, this guy, in our context, it would be an alien. It would be an alien yeah. from outer space that would it have would had literally. to come and, like, and I, change my entire you know, life. I, 
it's easy to look back with like the context of history and be like, oh, okay. But if you were in that moment and these people came on a ship so large you have never seen, wearing different clothes, wearing all this stuff, it would be like that. It would be like, what the? They have weapons that are are shoot fire, as they say in the. I mean, craziness. Mm-hmm. The other part of it was he says she said, "I wish we had never met because none of this would have happened." And I was like, "See, that's why I ride for Pocahontas because she ultimately knows." whatever and then he says something like it was worth dying a thousand times to have just met you or like i would never have essentially like the meeting you was worth all of this death and destruction and i was like see that's why you can't we can't hang out because you fucking suck at every turn (laughs) you're literally sitting here in the wake of like multiple deaths and being like, you know what? It was worth it. It was worth it. I'm like, for you, I you're got still kiss- alive. What about Cocoaum? Do you think right. he thought it was worth it? Right. Right. I got like, to kiss Pocahontas twice. This whole thing was worth it. it. Was, exactly. Yeah. It's like that male perspective. Right. Like, and for you me, know what? things all work out. People gotta die. Me, exactly. Yeah. And then you're about to be executed tomorrow and there's going to be a giant war, but it was worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So stupid. Um, but for some reason, I still want. I like Pocahontas. I, I Pocahontas not the movie, is but her. Cool, she's she, great. Yeah. So then she has a moment. I think she goes, and I can't really remember. I could reference, like I said, this bio is two pages long for a movie that was an hour because they're putting in all these links so that I can <laughs> do some more research. It really about was like just an hour. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, prepares for battle, uh, visits. Oh, she visits Grandmother Willow, where Miko hands her John's compass. Uh, Pocahontas realizes that the arrow from John's compass is the same one that's been spinning in her dreams. Um, first of all, prophetic dreams, very, very cool. I wish I had them in real life. Um, po- I sometimes do. That wasn't a joke. Oh my god, I'm sorry. Please, <laughs> please tell us of one of your dreams that has come true. Please. <laughs> I mean, I have to think of... Dreamt I was on stage in middle school. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, right. I really, like, am a dream person. I love dreams, dreams. Like, that's one of the reasons why I relate to Pocahontas, because I do listen to my dreams and think about, like, where they're coming from, what they mean, and... It happened more when I was in high school that I would have dreams and then like the next day that would happen. Like That's in insane. class, wow. at lunch, after school. It it was weird. Not as much anymore. But I do have a lot of vivid, vivid dreams. And then especially with COVID happening, I know everybody's been having a lot of vivid dreams, but mine have been like there like I will have either these all these stories and these vast stories and worlds that happen like all these different worlds it's not always the same place or things yeah or like the other night i just had like each dream was like two seconds long and i went through just a bunch of little snippets of dreams wow so yeah i'm a dream person that's another reason i really love the idea of pocahontas and like her spirituality and and thinking about what she's dreaming about because i do think like and this may sound completely ignorant, but I think a lot of Native cultures are more spiritual in that way, where they listen to dreams and they listen to the earth, mm. you know, and like yeah. the universe and what it's telling us. So I definitely believe in that kind of stuff. I hope my dreams don't come true, because the other day I had a dream that the webbing <laughs> between my toes kept growing until I had flipper feet. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, 
For so your sake, I hope that doesn't come true too. Yeah, yeah, it can't pull off flippers. How will I wear my sandals? Um, you could how will I wear really my Crocs? Well. Um, so then, essentially, the end of the movie is that she figures out. Oh, you can this wear Crocs compass. with any type of feet. Sorry. Honestly, if you're going to wear Crocs, I think it's my all internet cut off. out. That's why I I didn't hear what you you started. But you can wear Crocs with any type. No, no, no. I just the only thing you missed is I did start um, reading A Tale of Two Cities uh, from. Oh, <laughs> of course, of course. Oh. Shit, you guys! I did not read that, so I'll have to. Join you, you can on listen. The next We're podcast. only two words in. <laughs> um, so then, essentially, she follows the the arrow from the compass, um, and it goes through savages, which is the most difficult song to listen to. It's tough. On it really is a, a chain of difficult moments to watch in this movie because. Mm-hmm. The lyrics are, part of me felt like, I guess this is, like, what, it's accurate to what these people, like, would say and feel. But then on the other hand, I was like, I don't want to hear it in music or on a cartoon. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's the, it's the tough, like, how do you tackle this in a kid's movie? And the answer is probably just to you not. just don't. <laughs> Maybe pick a different subject, yeah. Or like, because the the like equation of the two sides is really uh, tough. Uh, yeah, it's, it's super tough. Hard to watch. Like, these are clearly yeah. Oh, evil men on this side and evil men on this. It's like no, there is yeah. one side that is evil right. that is terrorizing their land. Like, so it's like not the, even. there is a one line. <laughs> there is the one line in the movie where they're like, uh, oh man, why would they attack us? And the the whoever Ratcliffe's like little sidekick dude is pops up and he goes, Oh, maybe because we uh invaded their land, cut down their trees right. and dug up all their earth. And it's yeah. like that yeah, exactly. There is an aggressive He's the here. only like a rhyme or reason. Deal. Literally the right. and uh, when it, the, the song first starts, they're saying like not even just racist racist things but like violently race like literally mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. violence and then i'm like okay i guess maybe the they were trying to paint the picture that these guys are the real villains and and that's but and then it cuts over to like the native americans who are just singing very similar things and i'm like oh so we're equal here i don't think so but mm-hmm. i think like it was a very it was just no so, it was like when you hear white people say the n-word in a movie like where it makes sense that that person would say it, it's still unsettling to me, and I still don't want to hear it. I'm still like, oh, it doesn't like, have to be written. It doesn't have to be said. Like, right. I under I understand the perspective of like representing an evil side or an evil perspective in order to shed light on like this is bad. The reality but, like, of what there that are time ways like. to mm-hmm. do it that don't include also being Song. an evil person yeah like right. don't don't, don't have a, a melody right. to it don't make it catchy for god's sake i was literally thinking as we said to do this i in my hand i was like i heard it in my head yeah exactly it haunts me in my nightmares i'm like i i don't even want to say it but i can hear it in my head because it it's catchy and the other the other thing about it it was like there is cool animation associated with it so like when the poet and people are putting the face paint on and the war paint i guess i was like that those are cool shots and then when she's running Mm -hmm. and it's like over yes oh yeah this is really cool too but i don't want to hear it (laughs) right it was like a really cool moment that would be better if 
it was silent and I just watched it and was like, this looks great. I love it. Like, yeah. let's rewrite this. Let's rewrite this movie. Keep just around the river bend, keep colors of the wind and all the other things can yeah. be rewritten. Literally and, everything else. And, or the song could be more thematic, I guess, or more about the themes of what, or like she's running to save this person or something like that. Right. But like when it's literally like savages, do they even bleed? And I'm like, Oh yeah. Stop oh, it that now. really was gross. It was it gross. Really was gross. Yeah. So she does get there and she throws herself on John Smith to save him, which is eye roll of the century. And mm-hmm. then <laughs> that inspires peace just because the chief understands where his daughter's coming from and takes the risk because he literally does say there are moments in this where it's written to be like, oh, okay, it's written to show that uh, the poet and people are, are, the more evolved of the two camps because he mm-hmm. says like if there's bloodshed today it will not be by because of us mm-hmm. and i was mm-hmm. like okay cool on you chief and then that's just i guess enough for everybody to be like oh yeah we traveled all this way here to kill these people we were talking about killing them on the boat we talked about killing them at the camp we sang a whole song to get here and then now we're still looking for gold we're still looking <laughs> for gold but like oh i guess yeah. we're wrong i was like what okay um it's, it's nice that they did give that like like the agency to the palace and people to be like no we're going to be the ones that put an end to this but then the next step of all the english yeah. people just going along with it really yeah. sweeps under the rug a lot of bullshit and honestly yeah, a lot of bullshit even the uh powhatan people going along like if i were powhatan in that moment i'd be like are you serious under yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'd be, in, I'd be, be like one shit. guy in the corner i'd be like who was that <laughs> Who did that? Who shot that arrow? The, just get the pug, just for just to say yeah, you did right. something. Right, um, I, I, yeah. The pug is even yeah. even the pug turns around, and I'm like, no, yeah. you were chomping on a carousel of bones earlier. <laughs> <laughs> like, who do you think you are? <sighs> so this fucking it, capitalist pug ain't changing his heart that fast. <laughs> no. uh, so then, um, Ratcliffe. Uh, outraged that everybody has seen the error of their ways. He grabs the rifle, he shoots at the chief, and John Smith um, jumps in front of the bullet and takes it. And then that's when they all arrest them. And once again, the Powhatan people are like, too chill about it. I'm like, I would, mm-hmm. you just tried to kill the chief? <laughs> um, and then essentially the movie ends with like, he has to go back to England because he's going to die there because they don't have the, I guess, the medicine to save him. And she has to Well, right, because, this... like, he's going to survive three months on a boat bleeding. Yeah, right. like, what? Like, <laughs> I thought that was so dumb. <laughs> he, he is like, going to get infected to hell on the yeah. way back. Like, healthy people die on the boats. There's no food. They just <laughs> right. They just got there three days ago. They have no food. They have no nothing. They haven't grown anything. They haven't learned how to grow anything. But then they're like, you know, we're going right. to make it back. Like, get out of here. Also, I, I do like how, and it comes up twice, where they really didn't kiss until toward the end, you know? Mm-hmm. And also, she didn't leave with him. She chose to stay. And she, she chose, like, that independence to be with her mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And that, like... She is 
as her dad says, like wise beyond her years yeah. where she understands like it is better for me to be here because I am needed here. Like, especially mm-hmm. with everything being destroyed, you destroyed our land. You killed Kokoam. I better stay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will say, though, and it's I, not because of a guy to like no, leave. I don't exactly. know. I liked mm-hmm. that. I, I, did I, like I forgot that. about that. And I liked it. I remember that was one of the reasons why I really liked her because she really doesn't make because especially all these movies at that time the the women really made decisions based on like trying to get married and stuff um, somewhat some of them are more they have more agency than I remember them having um, and that was one of the reasons I liked it I did say as an adult I was watching I'd be like yeah you're not gonna go across the sea with a man you met three days ago like right. girl stay at home yeah he's still an alien you still don't. Ri- she just learned this language 72 hours ago. (laughs) This is an alien person. You do not know this person. You have no idea what's on the other side of that water. Yeah. What happens when she gets on the boat to go back and he dies four days into the voyage? Now she's just hanging out. He's been shot. (laughs) And yeah. And then she's got to go over to England and hope that these people with their fucking track record allow her to come back. And put her on a boat under girl. exactly right. like spoilers when you think... for Pocahontas too, <laughs> oh right? Exactly God. right. And then that's essentially the end of the movie. She runs after the boat, <laughs> and then we meet. She we leave her where we met her, standing on the hill. Right. Which mm-hmm. uh, we Andy and I go to the parks once every couple of years. Theme parks are we love them, especially Disney. And there's a show that is famous because it's been running for thirty something years at both Disneyland and Disney World, where. Um, it's this big fireworks show and you see a bunch of characters and stuff and they have this char- they when they introduce Pocahontas it's really the only time they ever you ever see her there she's standing on that rock they build that rock which has never made sense to me and then when I rewatched this I was like oh yeah I guess we meet her on the rock and then we leave her on the rock um, and I guess that rocky riverbend travel she made just had really no purpose besides destru- destroying her tribe yeah like that choice was like yeah it was a rocky road but also that that was it yeah having said all of that i still (laughs) love pocahontas so much i love i will watch her do anything (laughs) i will watch her in this movie again i would think maybe skip some parts because i mean honestly if you skip some parts this whole movie could be 15 minutes (laughs) the movie's great all you need is just around the river bend and colors of the wind and you have youtube for that so i thank you too because those are beautiful music videos too like colors of the wind those are my favorite colors those colors are my favorite colors (laughs) there's it's good music so um, before we we do do a questionnaire at the end, but first we always ask: Would you recommend this movie? Do you think this movie holds up? Is the question we always ask. <laughs> well, no. We say: Do you do you think it holds up for adults not. to watch? The, usually, what we're asking is like: Okay, maybe it's a good movie for kids, but do you think adults could watch this? Know. I think only adults should be I, so. only adults with a, a, a grasp on history should be exposing themselves to this. And I think only I, adults that like had watched it as a kid, probably because you remember it as a kid and you're like, Oh, this is great. And then you watch it. You're like, well, there were three parts I remember being great that I loved. <laughs> and the rest of it was not yeah. great. And they're conveniently the only parts Disney ever like, reintroduces to the world like right you know what i mean like you know what they're doing. right 
they know this is. It, I, they know I exactly what they're doing. I was struck rewatching this movie, even all of the the uh, terribleness of it aside, how bad it is just as a movie. Like, I, the, mm-hmm. there's so little plot to this movie that I like. It's very flimsy. The whole thing just feels yeah. like it was done in a like a in a weekend. And you have to ask, like, how much of that is them signing on to do Pocahontas because they were like, we have never had a Native American princess. How wonderful. What a great thing we mm-hmm. could do. Let's tell the story. Who can be the villains? Obviously, the, the colonizers. And then they start doing the research and they're like, well, we can't really put a lot of this can't in this show movie. That. Yeah. So then yeah, what they're right. left with this is, is like... This is still a kid's movie. <laughs> what they're left with is like... An inaccurate and also uninteresting plot. Yeah, yeah this well, like watered down, generic, like it's like it's like a Mad Libs version of the story. Yeah, the whole plot well, is like, like white people come, one white dude gets the hots for uh, one native girl, and then mm-hmm. they almost die because of any leaves. That's the whole yeah. plot. It's like you said, where they came up with two cool songs or one cool song obviously featuring pocahontas because mm-hmm. she's the care she's the most fleshed out character a million and then they were like let's just mad libs this and come up with another <laughs> 70 minutes because that's all they could do. they're really like when you were going through that plot and i'm re-remembering it just jumped from this to this to this there's yeah nothing in between i don't remember I, as a kid i remember it being like oh i guess this happened i don't i don't even remember what happened it jumped so quickly from thing to thing and i all- felt like i was watching a movie on 1.5 speed like yes it, like, it all just like kept <laughs> as soon as we were like settled into one thing we were on to the next on to the next and the things i remember are the visuals of it i think were because i do think yeah, the animation is mm-hmm. so beautiful that a lot of the reason I watched it as a kid was like them coming out of the mist is always really mm-hmm. beautiful. Like um, the wind, this, the, the moment wind, with the, the two leaves. of them walking into the light of the sunset and like the light shining yes. through their arms and creating like the silhouettes is beautiful. Like the color yeah. palette of this movie is beautiful. Gorgeous. It's a, it's a right. very pretty movie. Pocahontas running at any point is the fucking coolest thing. It I've is the coolest thing. It really is. Run. They should redo that movie, what, Run Lola Run, where it was just with a girl Pocahontas. Running, yeah. Just Pocahontas <laughs> running through the forest. She's it's like, also interesting. This movie, maybe Devin, it's been a while since I've rewatched a lot of these era Disney movies, so maybe you could speak to it. But yeah. it feels like these are the most human animations that we see in a Disney movie. Like the proportions are all a lot more true to life than I feel like is typical for Disney, which is interesting. Especially this movie. And one of the things, and I don't know, I I could be wrong about this, but like, uh, it seemed very much like also the bone structure was the Mm -hmm. bone structure and the features between the Powhatan people and the English people were very different. And I was really impressed Mm -hmm. by that. I was really impressed by um, a lot of, I was Really, I mean, I watch them a little bit out of order because we sort of do the podcast whenever anybody's available. But you can mm-hmm. see the progression of definitely movement, motion. Their 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 movement was much more human. When she runs, the reason I was like, "Oh, that is so cool," is because it mm-hmm. looks like a person running. Yeah, Not, it does. Like when Belle kind of moves throughout the the town, she kind of just looks like a cartoon lady. Mm-hmm. But Pocahontas, <laughs> I'm like, that is a woman, and she is running. 
between also little movie. bits of computer animation in this this one <laughs> as well right like the the boats and grandma willow i think is yeah computer animated a little bit so it's this one more technology more tech it, it, this it, i think it goes if i'm remembering correctly it's something like po- maybe pocahontas hercules uh hunchback and then mulan but mm-hmm. pocahontas and hunchback were two where the people feel very real the animation feels i agree real, so. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right so let's round out with our final questionnaire so one of the things we like to do is always figure out how disney these movies are so like we have made a questionnaire of things we commonly see within a Disney movie. Now, as this podcast has grown, these we started with some generic questions that we got off of the internet, and we continue to replace them and um, add new ones as we go. So Great. some of these will have maybe a clear answer that we all agree on. Some of them might generate a little <laughs> bit of conversation. Who is, question one, who is the real hero of this story? Pocahontas. I would say Pocahontas is I would say Pocahontas is her What's friend. her name? Okay. Nakoma? Nakoma. Nakoma. Yeah, Nakoma is the true hero Nakoma's of this movie. The true hero. Also maybe Chief uh, Powhatan. He mm-hmm. seems yeah. to have his head on the shoulders. I also could vote Pocahontas, though, because she's the one I, I care about the most. And she's just so cool. It's that bisexual energy. <laughs> she is very cool. She's cool. I mean, she dis- she's has a hand in the things that destroy her people, but then also she lifts them back up. Yeah. You know? It, for mm-hmm. me, Pocahontas might just be all aesthetics and it might just be the way she stands. When she's Honestly, like, I agree. <laughs> what I remember when, <laughs> <laughs> when I remember the movie, it's all about the flowing hair and the wind and the yeah. song. And that's it. Like I, even rewatching it, however, just recently, I don't remember anything. I don't want to remember anything else. <laughs> I just remember Pocahontas. <laughs> Question two Is the dad hot? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right. Chief Powhatan is very, very handsome, very hot. Yeah, yes. dude can get it. Good voice. Uh, th- right. Three Is there an element of an absent parent or, um, is there our main character an orphan yeah. of some kind? We never meet her Mother's mom. dead. Her mom's no, dead. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because the necklace. Right, and yep. the fact that they're like, you're like your mother, basically. You oh, know, they keep right. reiterating that, that the mother was the spiritual and the mother was the one that was like, would have would have had known the right answer, you know? Yeah. If they ever do a live action movie, they should do a prequel of her mom. I would love to see that. That would be really cool. And if you did that, you would have a chance to do it right where you didn't have to include any white people. It could just be a story of the culture of the tribe, hopefully Mm -hmm. with people of that culture to be a part of it. And like a story of a young Pocahontas and her mother and the other people would be really cool. That would would be be a great story. Two things. One, if they jumped back and forth, if we see, if the movie is about oh. Pocahontas and like trying to become her mother and and being a the story of a girl who has grown up without her mother, but everybody continues to talk about like sort of living with the ghost of her mother amongst her her people. 
because they keep saying like mm. your mom is this you were this and if she doesn't know her that well that that would be a really cool human story to explore and then also another aspect of that it was like it would be cool to have it just be about the Powhatan people because I read a statistic right. somewhere that like native people are so underrepresented that they don't even show up in like we don't even talk about them in the charts of representation because it's no it's so it's criminal a, how few disgusting yeah yeah, yeah. Um, even in like Canada they still treat native people like they with derogatory terms calling them drunks calling them like you can't get a job all of this bs and then they go on to say like oh it's native day or something it's like what are you talking about what is this like you don't treat these people properly you're you still think about them as if they're these people from a long time ago and they're here we have people here that are content it's it's yeah, we could go on about. We could that go on and on. We could go on far on. too long. Unfortunately. Question. Question four: Who is the narc? <laughs> oh my Who God! Who <laughs> has narc energy here? So I want to say Nakoma because she keeps saying like you can't do this, but it's Thomas. Obviously. It's Thomas. It's it's, it's either Thomas. Thomas or the pug. Doesn't the pug oh, have the pug energy? Is a narc. The pug is totally the a narc. Pug. Yeah, because he keeps trying to kind of like show that the that Miko is there but like yeah. nobody can hear him because he's a pug and also though Thomas is also an the narc he is the narc. and the governor Ratcliffe's like sidekick dude his little like yes. gopher guy too. honestly yeah. every mm-hmm. all of the Englishmen are narcs they're all narcs yeah. <laughs> it's, you're right it's yeah. a whole all the colonizers narcs. are narcs um yeah five, question not, five is the villain right. gay Ladies, well, I, you already covered yeah. this at the top. <laughs> he is gay. It was so embarrassing. I think him and the sidekick and the pug. And yeah, and they're all honestly, gay. A lot of them. And it wasn't embarrassing that he and was Thomas. gay. It was embarrassing that there was grandmother a Willow? person who was so crappy. I don't know. Grandmother Willow was thing. always trying to get up into John Smith's <laughs> area. She was horny. Well, and I think Devin, you instagrammed or tweeted something and i you were like oh another i don't remember what came out but it was like oh another disney movie claiming to have the first gay character it's like there have always been to, I, it seems like there's always been a gay character in every single Disney. i've said this on this podcast and i know this is probably not the the most forward-thinking thought or the most woke thought all of the disney villains have always been gay in my opinion every time we talk I'm like this person <laughs> has gay energy or they at least have gay energy and I don't ever want that to change. I know I should want. <laughs> I know I should want us to tell stories of gay people as the protagonists, but the villains, with the exception of this dud, um, yeah, right. <laughs> Professor Plum, are. I just. <laughs> That's literally when he came in. I was like, "Who's the big Barry walking in on this ship? This yeah. big ass Plum boy? Like that's how he, I think of him." He is. Oh God. Um. Question six, does the villain have idiot sidekicks? I think they're... Too many to count. Yeah. Too many to right. count. Right. They're all, all of the men Leave on him. that side are. Right. <laughs> he's falling off the boat. Leave him. It's like, no, he's still stumbling. He'll fall soon. Stop looking at him. Pushing him in the water. Stop yeah. pushing him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Leave him. Push him in there. Uh, <laughs> question seven, is there a magical item that sort of sets the story in motion? There's kind of in Grandmother yeah. Willow herself. 
There's a couple mm-hmm. things that like sort of like so her dream probably then grandmother Willow then also mm-hmm. the compass like um, just her mm-hmm. spirit. I mean, she yeah. carries a lot of magic okay. within her. I think for sure. Yeah, Pocahontas. Question eight. This has a couple layers of this question. One, is there a horse character? Oh wow. Okay, because I know what you mean. And I what like, I mean no 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 here what I mean first literal. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. First literal. Well, first literal. Is there a literal horse character? No. There is in the, kind of in the clouds, not a okay. character. No, but, but, but there, like, we do yeah. see a horse. However, we do see horses, but yeah. I think what you're you're the second question, which I think you're picking up on. I if know there's no horse. Mean. Who has horse energy? <laughs> I would say the um, the like groomer sidekick guy who doesn't fight. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. don't know his name. He's like. He is the horse. Of, that's the immediately horse. who I thought of. <laughs> uh, question nine. Uh, or like also, sorry, quickly, no, like please, the please. two, like the two guys that are the two white guys that are always the two that they show besides Thomas, besides oh, the two guys. Scottish yeah. dudes, like the two Scottish dudes. I would say yeah. they probably both could be horses. Of course. A horse, of course. Um, of course, of course, of course. Question nine: Who has Rosie O'Donnell energy, or who could be played by Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> oh. uh, wow. Probably Go- Governor Chief? Radcliffe, right? I would oh, say Governor Radcliffe, of course. Governor, Rad- <laughs> Governor Radcliffe could be Rosie O'Donnell. I would also <laughs> say, if it weren't for the the fact that it's probably like racially insensitive, I would also cast her as Grandmother Willow because I think right. her voice coming out of that tree would be very funny. It would be hilarious. Also, like the little element of the horniness i could yeah. hear that voice doing that it would be wow you don't want <laughs> yeah <laughs> um does the 10 does the villain's death involve falling no because he doesn't even die in this doesn't game. even fucking die no yeah um question 11 given to us by but Cole. oh to really quickly say that he does fall from his status of from being grace. like from grace. Okay, metaphors. <laughs> he does fall from grace, my friends. Uh, the, the, the he must of... face the government when he gets back to England. Yeah, I also thought it was interesting that he his name was Governor Ratcliffe, and I wondered, like, does that where the He's term... like one of the governors. Like, that, there's like... My you question know... is, like, at this time, is that where the term, like, state governors come from? That, like, you would go and establish a territory and then run that territory as the governor, and we now still have that terminology as, like, our state governors? I don't know. I don't know Good either. Question. We'd have to look the, up the etymology. It's impossible to know. It's impossible to know. Also, we're running we're <laughs> so long. Let's get to the and end And also, of Pocahontas <laughs> is not the most accurate thing to tell <laughs> us if that is the truth or not. Under no circumstances. No, no, no. Um, this question was given to us by Cole, um, which I only say on podcasts that have my son Daniel people on them. Uh, I but love it. I is love there it. are there rich people trying to fuck poor people in this? <laughs> yes, I, that is the whole plot of. That's the, the whole point. That yeah. is and literally the point. In the class, <laughs> you submitted that question without knowing what the movie was. No, it's because right. it happens in every Disney movie. Oh, it applies you, to everyone. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Jasmine and Aladdin, uh, the Beast, and the like, Beast, it's always and there. And the Beast, the um, Prince, yeah. and Ariel. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> question thirteen. Would this story even happen if the princess wasn't hot? 
No, because like we said, no. she would have been no. shot. Yeah. She, she would have been shot. She would have been shot. Instead, Boyoyoying saved her life. <laughs> oh. Well, but also the fact that she just like ran away. She was like, bye. Like, She's like gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> like, gotta go. <laughs> um, and then last but not least, um, if we were to recast a live action version of this, if yes. they came out with a live action, you could only bring one character or one voice actor back to reprise their role. Who would it be? And oh, this, no. with this movie, is very tricky. Yeah. It is tricky. So I didn't look really into who was You don't cast. need to know their their actor name. You just, is there a character who the person did such a good job that you would want to see them, regardless of what they look like, as that person? Probably the chief, because I think his voice is really cool. I was really going to cool. say, yeah. Chief Palatine, yeah. he has that authority. I, he yeah, has a good energy. Yeah. And I, if we looked it up, I this could be completely wrong, and I'm sorry if I'm canceled now for saying it. But <laughs> is he native? Because he has yeah. a cool voice. He is. Like I that. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So then that's why I. He feel is, like and I think it's like a pretty cool prominent like that. Native American activist. Yeah. He, is. he was one. Yeah. Of the, that's cool. Because uh, this movie did have. I mean, like all of these movies. Like I said, when you have white yeah. people writing these stories, there's always like. A lot. You, and you open yourself like white up. White men yeah, writing you, these. Like, I was surprised when Pocahontas didn't leave with John because I'm like, didn't a man write this? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but he was one of the ones who defended the movie because he said, like, this is the first depi- as an activist. He was like, this is the first depiction where the white people are the villains in the story. Uh, but yeah. There was of mm-hmm. course other other Native individuals who who did not like the mm-hmm. movie as. Yeah. Like, of course. Um, I, I would agree though that it's like. Not to say we obviously had so many problems with it, but to even open the doors up for the fact that this is a Disney princess, you know, mm-hmm. and like we still had to wait however many years to get a black princess or how, who, yeah. whoever now is coming up and now we're remaking all the live action ones. But I mean, at, at least there it exists, I guess. Yeah. I know it's not the most pc but and hopefully we'll get another story that has a better representation yes. so pocahontas can have some friends too yeah um, that don't need to be people who are trying to kill her best friends i like <laughs> our idea gun. i like our idea and if disney ever makes it we have proof that we came up with it yeah. and we should get credited <laughs> that credit. the story of her mother and like the you know version <laughs> where it's just those people, that would be cool. I would like us to be cast in one deleted scene. Where, uh, at least. <laughs> where one deleted scene that would open the movie, but they cut it because it wasn't necessary. Where some wipe, we're in England or something, we're somewhere and somebody's like, should we go over there and like try to get a bunch of gold? And we all like, nah. And then that's the, the rest of the movie is about them. <laughs> I'll be honest. They are seen because we went 81 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You two would be in that deleted scene. I would be in a deleted scene on the other side with like the other. <laughs> Clearly, like I can't I be guess. in England at, in that no. time period. <laughs> I wouldn't be there. No, you could. That's be. why the scene was deleted because they're like, this girl does not look like she was in England <laughs> in the 1600s. Oh, we gotta oh, get this out of here. We gotta get this out of here. Well, thank you both so much for being here. Um, thank you I, for having us. 
Oh yes, my God. I We've... loved it. I missed you guys just talking with you guys. It's been so wonderful. Um, watch the movie if you'd like. Don't if you don't. Oh, mm-hmm. we should have set up the beginner spoiler alert. <laughs> For what? <laughs> At the beginning. <laughs> Spoiler, spoiler alert. Spoilers. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I was just sorry. Um, by the way, everything we've said is a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> we just went through the entire plot of the movie. Uh, all right. <laughs> Bye. Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. That is the Trident network.com and also don't forget to follow disney adult on instagram at at disney.adult.podcast